Following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. I have sought to discover a haven of rest Where the sun sings by night in the land of the west I have slept with the red man beneath leafy boughs And the wild roaring prairies bespangled with flowers I have hied to the north where the hardy pines grow Midst the wolf and the bear and the bleak winter snows I have travelled all climates but none could I see Like the green hills of Cork and my home by the Lee Beautiful city, charming and pretty Beautiful city, my home by the I have slumbered neat palm groves by clear running streams But the wild groves of Blarney came haunting my dreams I have listened to bells on the soft summer wind But the sweet bells of Shandon were dear to my mind I have danced with gay dancers my sorrow to hide but no maiden I found like the one by my side. There is not in the land of the slave or the free like the green hills of Cork and my home by the Lee. Beautiful city, charming and pretty. Beautiful city, my home by the Lee. There you go. It doesn't get much better than that. Beautiful city. Tip them all off on what's going on here. I tell you. It's yeah. a cork fest we're having here today. Very good morning, folks. You're welcome to Keologus Crack. It's Ken here, uh, Mike, and my old pal Mark is here as well. And we have a special guest in studio, Con O'Connell. Good morning, Con. How are things? Good morning, gentlemen. Delighted to be here. You're very welcome. You're very welcome in studio. I hear today is going to be a Dolan free, free zone, is it? Absolutely. A show <laughs> without Joe. Much to my disappointment. Definitely, we, uh, I never get my own way, Con, when he's at the <laughs> when he's at the helm. So, and definitely yeah. now you have two two against you this That's this right. week for yeah. sure, because uh, Con and I have been planning this out, you know, for a while now. We've been trading music back and forth. And Khan's got some great stories on these songs that's yeah. coming in. Tell Good. us about that last one there, Beautiful well, City. Well, that last song, uh, which uh, is still being sung in, by, in Cork and people love it, is almost 200 years old. And it's it amazing. was uh, written by a chap by the name of John Fitzgerald. 
who was a cabinet maker and a woodcarver by trade. And, uh, but then he also became a writer, poet, and musician, which is something you kind of get from the working class people. Right. So the song has survived, and, and the words actually are still very current when you listen to the, the actual words of it. Yeah. And um, most of the songs that I brought here, I, I'm, I like words in songs. My wife likes the music. And sometimes she'll say, I love that song. And I'll say, what's the name of it? She said, well, I don't know, but I <laughs> love that song. <laughs> yeah. Whereas uh, I love the air too, but uh, it's the content that I like. Right, so some yeah. of the songs that I brought here have some content in them that I think kind of tell us a lot about the, the, the writer and also about the times. Too. Sure, of course, yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, we're, we're here also to discuss the big annual dinner dance that's coming up, correct, right? Correct, yeah, next Saturday. Next Saturday. Tickets yeah. are going well, but you'd love to see a few more seats in there. Yes, and the, the thing that the pressure that we're under always at this time is that you have to tell the vendor what, how many seats you yeah, have. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And when you give that number, you pay for that number. So we really need people to kind of get to us as quickly as possible. So John Cawley is standing by at his phone. Good man, John. 647-285-0866. Brilliant. And he'd love to hear from you whether you're not going or going because mm. it at least gets us a chance at the number early on. Yeah, that's too. That's uh, that's important too if you've been a regular attendee and you just can't make it this year for whatever reason just that's let right. the let yeah. the lads know. So. And it's a great night. It's uh, you know, we we do hors d'oeuvres at the start. We have a four-course dinner and then we have two bottles of wine at the table. Nice. We have uh, Afterwards, we have a room at the back where d we do all the desserts, so people who maybe don't want to dance or whatever can go in and chat there at the room, too. A lot of the it's lads will be hanging out back there. That's right, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Lots, of, lots of gossip, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I bet. <laughs> so I bet. So, uh, and it's all for $65 a person. So a bargain. It's a pretty good deal. That's a bargain, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Nowadays, that's for yes. sure. Yeah, that's yep. brilliant. Good stuff. Well, we'll keep chatting about that Aye. all the way through here. Yep. And I see your uh, Cork City lost out there yes. on the old title yes. last night. Well, so last officially, year, anyway. last year was the dream year. So it was. Yeah. I think reality and injuries, injuries are a big factor for them too. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. But another wonderful thing that happened, of course, was the Liam Miller uh, yes, exhibition indeed, yeah. game. Fantastic. Uh, for the Liam Miller was a Cork City player that passed away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very young in his thirties. Yeah. And uh, both the GAA and the soccer crowd came together and got the. Um, Parky Keeve Stadium, yeah. uh, where 43,000 people came to see Man United players, Glasgow Celtic players, mm -hmm. and Irish players. Yeah. Made a magnificent tribute to him. So it was, it was wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. It's brilliant. Yeah. 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 Even the sun came out there, it was yeah. shining, so That's it was right. very good. Yeah, Dundalk have now officially got the, yes. the hands Dundee on the title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's done. Yeah. It's done with a 1-1, 89th minute goal too, <laughs> yeah. uh, to tie it up uh, with St. Pat's. So well, they've yeah. been a powerhouse too. They, they have. Cork four of the last five years, yes. Dundalk. It's exactly. incredible actually, really, yeah. Uh, yeah. How, uh, how much they've hung on to that title right. there now. So they'll yeah. they'll take some knocking now. Yeah. And Sligo stay up, Kenny? They did indeed, happy? yeah. They're safe they as survived. houses there. They did, yeah. 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 They play Bray a little later on today, but yeah. they're... Uh, <laughs> it's a nothing game. It's a nothing game, is right. Yeah, yeah. No, Speaking of Sligo, yes. my wife uh, played the golf in Strand Hill she in did. Sligo about four weeks ago. Oh, wow. She and three ladies went home to play there because, I, I don't know if you know, Colin Wilkinson and Deirdre Wilkinson have moved back to Ireland. And oh, I uh, didn't realize that. Deirdre, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, and Deirdre was a Monday player with the ladies. Right. So they decided that they'd have an away game. Yeah. And so they met all, met in Sligo for a week, and Deirdre came over from Dublin. 
Brilliant. They had a wonderful diamond strand tail. Ah, that's and fantastic. the sweater I'm wearing, my wife tells me, is from Milani's. Oh, in, very good. <laughs> oh, like popular <laughs> spot there on O'Connell Street. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely, right, yeah. yeah. A fine, a yeah. fine jumper you yeah, have on there, right, indeed. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. Brilliant. Good stuff. <laughs> Keep the now economy going in Sligo. I, I don't know if it would be new. Like, that could be a used uh, <laughs> oh, it probably thing. Was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My, wife, wouldn't be my, the life is always lo- my wife is always looking for good deals. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the nerve of this fella. Yeah, from a lot leash. of uh, uh, retail <laughs> integrity <laughs> in Tlaigo. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's terrible. That is terrible. All right, we're going to play a wee bit of music here now. This, oh one, is a, this one is a good one. This, yeah, this Cajun Cayley. Yeah, Cajun Cayley. It's uh, Ron Kavanagh. He was born in Fromoy. Spent most of his time in London. Had millions of different bands through from the 70s on. Uh, and the guy, I discovered him listening to um, Colm O'Brien, who does the long note yeah. on, on Radio Regent now. And uh, he's a wonderful writer. But the, his father is Irish and his mother is from Chicago. And she's got Cajun, Louisiana background. Right. And it's fascinating the way he, he puts this song together, talking about going to New Orleans and listening to the Cajun music and realizing it's Kaylee music too, yes, and so yeah. and it's it's a great song and a great yeah. uh, great connection, obviously with yes. Cajun and Canada. That's right. So uh, so that's good. All right, we'll have a little listen to this one. If you go down Louisiana, go deep into the swamps, you hear some crazy music. It can make you rock and stomp. At the Fado Do, they say snap beans not salty, and they call it Zydeco. Singing na 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 Playing Zydeco at the Fado Do, doing it the kitchen way. Na 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 na. Play that mandolin 
family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. Okay, we're off to Ottawa to get the news from Ireland with Desmond Devoy. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning, Mark and Ken. Great to have you guys in studio. And good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. The skies over most of the Republic were clear on Tuesday night after radar failures affected Shannon and Cork airports. While Dublin Airport was not affected, the Irish Aviation Authority shut down most Irish airspace. RTE News reports that a backup system was deployed to allow a phased-in resumption of flights. The airports reported that there was a, quote, significant systems failure, which led to the radar failure. The Irish Daily Mirror reports that the failure was not the cause of hacking or cybercrime, but rather it was a software issue. Some flights were cancelled, but the system failure was corrected before the very busy overnight period. Later in the week, the IAA stated that the failure was caused by an irregular software occurrence at the primary air traffic control system at its facility in County Clare. In our next story, education news meets justice news. There may have been many names you may have called your elementary school headmaster or principal growing up, but an Irish judge has given one principal a new moniker, Robin Hood. Helen O'Gorman from Mullingar County, Westmeath, had served as the principal of St. Mary's National School in Edgewistown, County Longford. But according to the Irish Times, she pleaded guilty to one charge of dishonestly obtaining funding from the Department of Education and fraudulently decking the department to the tune of €450,000 from 2012 to 2013. Judge Keenan Johnson of Longford Circuit Court on Tuesday found that O'Gorman had overstated pupil numbers through, quote, a Robin Hood type of thought process. And while the conviction was recorded against her, there was no penalty imposed, so she will not serve any jail time. It is accepted that there was no personal or financial gain on her part, Johnson said. But he added that the case before him was, quote, most unusual and very serious. This woman defrauded the state, and yet she had no real intent to do so, he said. He also noted that O'Gorman was, quote, 
taking from the department to give the poor children at the school. To be or not to be, or more like to spring forward or not to spring forward, or fall back for that matter. While we here in most parts of Canada will be setting our clocks back an hour next month, Ireland will be holding public consultations on scrapping daylight savings time altogether. The cabinet signed off on a plan on Tuesday to ask the public and interest groups about the issue. Justice Minister Charlie Flanagan will report back in the new year. The European Commission has recommended the abolition of alternating between summertime and wintertime every fall and spring between member states. However, Flanagan told RTE News that the island of Ireland was unique in that it had two jurisdictions and that he did not welcome the prospect of two different time zones on the island. The last mandatory change to summertime, if approved, could be on Sunday, March 31st of next year, two days after Britain leaves the European Union. The British have said that they have no intention of ending the tradition of seasonal time change. On a related Brexit note, Taoiseach Leo Varadkar said this week that the Good Friday Agreement is not up for renegotiation after Democratic Unionist Party leader Arlene Foster told the Daily Telegraph that the 1998 pact could be altered to accommodate a final Brexit deal. The DUP's deputy leader, Nigel Dodds, warned that his party would also pull the plug on British Prime Minister Theresa May's Conservative government, which the DUP props up at the Westminster Parliament, by voting against any Brexit deal put forward by May that includes a border in the Irish Sea, according to The Guardian. Dodd said that his party was opposed to any deal that involved checks on goods being transported between Northern Ireland and the rest of Britain because of different trade or customs rules between the North and mainland Britain. Well, this week in our local news matters section, we head southwest to Munster and begin in Rathkeel County, Limerick, where we have some breaking news where more than 2,500 customers have been told not to drink the local drinking water. The Limerick Leader reports that after tests by Irish Water, the Health Services Executive advised people against drinking the water because of cloudiness. Staying in Limerick now, the Leader also reports that Dennis Franklin had the visit of a lifetime this week when the Liam McCarthy Cup paid a visit to his hospital bedside. In February of 2002, Franklin, a former minor furrow from Callis Green, was viciously assaulted in Cork City, where he attended college when he was studying chemistry. At the age of 20, after the attack, he was left severely brain-damaged without speech and was practically blind. But Dennis smiled when he was told that the cup was beside him, being held by his mother and father, Josephine and Liam. And finally, the Tipperary Star has a hurling story with a difference for you, lads, with the Larna Park Museum in Thurles having been presented with the 1926 handwritten diary of Thomas J. Kenny of Port Row, who accompanied the 1925 Tipperary All-Hurling Team, All-Ireland Hurling Team, rather, to the United States. The diary, neatly handwritten in pencil, described the team's 10-week trip, which saw the team play seven games from New York to San Francisco, becoming the first county team to visit America. Making the book even more valuable is that all the players from the 1925 team signed the final page. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus' year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smartflies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Teal Lingus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slán go foil.
folks well we're having a, a few issues here with the um with our, uh, our our system in studio and that's the beauty of live radio i wanted to bring a cork producer in to do this but i got <laughs> stuck with you guys so, so we're, we're screwed he could have actually been helpful as well he could have been an interpreter as well for his con but um but i did also want to let our listeners know and i wanted to mention this uh, from the top that um in about uh, seven or eight minutes we'll be joined by um a young man by the name of Jason Quigley. He's the uh, he's an Irish middleweight boxer from uh, Ballybuffet in County Donegal, and he's actually using Toronto as his as his preparation base for a big fight in Los Angeles. So I won't spoil the story, but um, he's going to be joining us for a phone call here at about eleven thirty, 
in the morning. Have you have you heard of this young fella at all? Uh, there is a is he the nineteen year old? No, no he's a little no. bit older. Okay, no. Um, but uh, you know, middleweight, of course, is the is the glamour uh, boxing yes. weight, if you will. And a few weeks ago, of course, um, you had Alvarez and Triple G go toe to toe with That's each right. other, and those are the two dominant boxers in that. So I'd be very interested in his perspective on that, and yeah. and. Uh, yeah. And of course, this evening I don't know if you're a UFC man yeah, at all, Con. Yeah, will yeah. you go? Will you watch that now? Oh yeah, well yeah. Pay your yeah, sixty-five dollars, yeah. or will well, you sneak into an old pub I around the corner? I have some devices that will find <laughs> it for me. I think. Oh no! I, I might get a discount. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! I think oh, no. it's on about ten o'clock our time here. Yeah. Ten o'clock our time, yeah. and of course he showed up. Uh, he decided to show up late for the um, yeah. for the press conference yeah. yesterday, and. Uh, Playing his mind games as usual, right? It'll be very interesting to see if he can come up for it, you know, because yeah. uh, you know he he has had a, uh, some rough rides now, and yeah. I, I don't know whether his his personality has taken over his ability now, yeah. or whether he'll because that's a tough fight he's got tonight. It is, it's yeah, really fight, yeah. He yeah. could ar- argue yeah. that it could be his toughest one ever, yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he'll be he'll be wanting to stay up on the uh, yeah. on his feet, yes. um, but. Um, your man will be trying to get him down well, as yeah. fast as he can, yeah. but uh, it's just, just—I think it's just a matter of how how effective McGregor is at getting the first few digs and in. He's and getting incredible money again for this one. He I is, think, yeah. yeah, fifty he million according, 50 according million. to the reports. Yeah, and the other fellow's only getting paid a hundred grand. I heard. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So McGregor and his his marketing and his team or whatever. He draws really, the crowds. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. UFC must just love him. They do. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. Well, I mean, if he loses. Yep. If he loses tonight, I mean, it's not good for UFC. No, it's not. Definitely not. Yeah. And I noticed your man, you know the fellow who owns it, he's always in the middle. I can't remember his name now. He's put on a few pounds. I'd oh, say yeah, he's, yeah. He's eaten well off McGregor, I think, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. How do we make out with I the machine? I don't know. I think we, we're, we'll we'll give we'll it a try let, again. We'll give it a lash here and see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll try this Bridie in the Pole oh, yeah. uh, song. Give us a wee story behind yeah, that yeah, one, there, Con. There's a great story. The guy is uh, Mar- Martin de Cogoin, which is really Martin Cogan. But he's a, another Cork man, and he's a storyteller. He's won two All-Ireland Storytelling Championships. He's mm-hmm. a Boron player. He tours all the major U.S. festivals, Irish festivals in, in the U.S. And this song is about the, um, the, uh, when the Celtic Tiger was around, where guys were so busy making money that they weren't able to do the odd jobs at home. So this guy is telling a sad story about how he hired a pole to do the odd jobs around the house. And one of the odd jobs that he didn't think he'd be doing would be with his spouse. So <laughs> this is the whole story. Uh, I love it. All right. Bridie in the pole. Bridie in the pole. As I walked out to take the air down by the river Lee so fair I didn't have a single care nor thought about tomorrow On a seat down by the water's edge I heard a man with sad bent head crying out I may as well be dead as living with the sorrow There's a dark cloud o'er me soul Since Bridie went to crackle with the pole well, I sat down at the poor man's side while all the while he cried and cried. Then he blew his nose and dried his eyes, saying, Stay a while beside me. Says he, I was out earning bobs, no time at home to do a job. So I hired this pole called Stanislav to make some A's for Brady. Oh, it grieves me to my soul that I ever let my darling have the pole. 
Well, her front and back he took in hand. He trimmed her verges, cleaned her pond, her pansies soon he'd looking grand, likewise her fine azalea. He fixed her fence, touched up her gate, her hanging baskets he made straight with him. She didn't have to wait. I felt an awful failure. My wife was on a roll. No time for me, just her and stand the pole. Well, indoors he was better still A mighty man behind the drill He renewed and screwed and glued Until my bridey was delirious But the Celtic tiger left our shore Saying he was coming back no more An Anglo-Irish left me sore My fiscal state was serious And when I searched my soul I knew my love would have to lose the ball well, she didn't scream or shout or fight, says she. He'll leave this very night, and him and me will be all right. For he swears he won't forsake me. And let me tell you something, Dan. You're not a good a man as Stan. And since things began, it's been my plan back home to let him take me. So while you're here on the dole, I'll be stepping out in Krakow with my pole. Cried some more, I took my leave and left him sitting there to grieve. For his sad tale I did believe, and it gave me cause to worry. For that day I just got in a man to do decking for my Mary Ann, a strapping Lithuanian. So I struck off in a hurry, and I vowed upon my soul there'd be no repeat of Bridie and the Paul. Well, I lost no time, I got home straight and I marched that decker out the gate. Marianne was in an awful state and swore she'd surely leave me. So I bought her a new four by four, now the wolf he's howling at the door. But she swears she loved me evermore and I'm awful glad, believe me, that I'm not like that poor soul. Morning Brady off and crackle with the pole. think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 the Queen's way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. 
All right, good stuff. Well, as I mentioned earlier, the Irish middleweight boxer Jason Quigley from Ballybuffet in County Donegal. He's preparing to defend his NABF title. And uh, Jason's actually using Toronto as his pre-fight training base before he heads off to LA to take on Freddie Hernandez. And absolutely delighted that Jason has taken some time to join us live this morning. Good morning, Jason. How are you doing? Good morning, Mark. Ah, things are good, pal. Things are good. Is this your first time in Toronto, Jason? This is my first time here in Toronto. I was in uh, Montreal one other time before, maybe about a year and a half ago, but first time I hit the six sodas. Good morning, <laughs> man. You have the you have the vernacular down already. <laughs> you must be hanging out with Drake, are you? <laughs> uh, no, nah, the weekend. <laughs> McGregor and Drake have the weekend. Welcome, man. <laughs> so, Jason, I'm curious, why choose Toronto? Uh, do you have a, a connection here, or was this about logistics, or, or what was the purpose? Yeah, well, it's uh, my coach, Dominic Engel. Uh, they had a training camp here before. They liked the city. You know, everything um, that they had in the training camp, the gym was close by. Most importantly, the coffee shop was close by. <laughs> and uh, everything, everything's great here. You know, I've been out myself a few days just out for a wee walk down by the marina and around by the CN Tower and things like that. And it's, it's an absolutely beautiful city and delighted to be here. Good man yourself. Good man. And um, how do you, um, uh, you got um, Freddie Hernandez um, up next here uh, on October 18th and uh, have you, have you, you haven't boxed him before obviously, but how do you measure up against him? Freddie Hernandez, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a great test for me. He's uh, definitely going to be one of the top lads that I've fought in my career so far. He's boxed for the world title before. He's boxed a few lads that have been world champions, went the distance with them, tested them. So, you know, this is this is a great step up for me. It's a great test for me. And uh, these are the fights that I want now. You know, these are the lads that I have to get in with. These are the lads that I have to get in there and uh, get out of there as well and look good doing it to move on to the next level. And, you know, all I can say is I'm excited about this because... These are the type of fights that you get up for. These are the type of fights that, that get you excited. You know, this man has been to a level that I haven't been to yet. He's been to a level that I want to get to. And uh, for me to get in there now to share the ring with him and uh, to learn and gain that experience off him and uh, most importantly, take him out. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to that for sure. It's on, I believe it's on ESPN too, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be live on ESPN, so it is, and uh, ESPN Deportes as well, so uh, all the Mexicans can tune in for that one as well. <laughs> uh, brilliant. And uh, you're with Golden Boy, in case folks don't know, uh, you're in their camp, yeah. right, Oscar De La Hoya? That's correct. You get a, you get a few the, tips with him? The Golden Boy himself, yeah, you know, Oscar's, uh, he's an absolute gentleman, and uh you know, obviously, I lived in L.A. for three and a half years at the start of my professional career, and uh, I had a lot of dealings with him, and, you know, I've seen that he does a lot of charity work that people don't know. He, he built a high school in his hometown and everything like that, and every Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I was usually down there handing out turkeys to all the uh, ones that aren't so well off coming up to Thanksgiving and everything like that. So, you know, to have that that man uh, in my corner and uh, as part of the team is unbelievable. And not only that, there's not, I just can't think of any now, definitely not off the top of my head, that any promoters that have been to where he has been to inside the ring and outside the ring, you know, nobody's going to understand a fighter more than Oscar De La Hoya will because 
most promoters and people like that, they're, they're businessmen. They come from good educations. They come from big businesses, financial backgrounds and everything else. But Oscar De La Hoya has come from a boxer's mindset. He's been to the top. He's been to the bottom. He knows what it's all about. And all I can say is, you know, it's great to have, uh, it's great to have that man behind you. Yeah. I um a couple, a few weeks ago uh Jason uh Triple G and Alvarez went toe to toe and um I'm just very curious when you watch those two guys fight uh, they're kind of at the the top of the hill I mean there's very little that separates those two boxers um when you look at a fight like that does like is your mindset that it makes you feel like you're you're almost ready for that or, or does it really do you look at those two fighters and think wow there's still a big gap here I've got a lot of work to do like what goes through your mind when you look at those two lads and you know that that that's one of those two that you probably want to get that you probably want to get in front of right yeah a hundred percent you know like uh, obviously coming into the professional game uh, this this isn't a sport that you that you do and that you have as a living for the crack you know <laughs> there's a there's a lot easier there's a lot easier things you could do out there than boxing but you know, I'm I'm in this game because inside me, deep down, you know, I know that I can become world champion. I know I have what it takes to become world champion. And if I didn't have that, and if I didn't know that I had what it takes, I wouldn't be in this game. I know that I can become world champion. And it's funny now watching these fights, whereas years ago I used to sit up late dollars in the morning to watch these fights and be like, oh, I want to get there someday. Now I'm actually watching these fights, looking at these lads doing my homework on them. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just looking at it in a completely different aspect now. And, you know, I'm not far away from these lads at the minute. I'm just climbing that ladder. I'm ranked number three in the world now with the WBC, and Canelo has that belt now as well. So, yeah, you know, I'm just climbing that ladder. I'm gaining my vital experience and, uh, you know, looking towards the end of next year. I want to be having a world title fight, whether it's going to be Canelo, whether he's still going to be champion or, or who it's going to be. That's another thing about boxing. You can't really focus on one champion or you can't really focus on one fighter because one fight can change everything. One shot can change everything and you don't yeah. know who's going to be champion when your time comes around. But obviously Canelo is the man right now. Would I like to fight Canelo? Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are the type of fights now against Freddy Hernandez that I need to get in there. I need to need to get in there and perform, do well, and uh, gain that vital experience and get ready for Canelo and, and, and whoever is going to be world champion when my shot comes. Hey, J- hey Jason, one, one question from Connell Connell here. Uh, how would you describe a day of training? What time do you start that? What do you do for the day and how do you recover from it? Um... A typical day is usually you wake up around 6 in the morning and uh, you'll get a coffee or a cup of tea or something like that there, whatever it is you fancy. And then you head to the gym. Most mornings we'll either do running sessions, weight sessions, circuit sessions or something like that. Come back after that there, get your breakfast and you feel back up, get a bit of a sleep, bit of a rest and uh, get back up again ready then for your lunch around 12, 1 o'clock. Get a good lunch into you. Plenty of water throughout the day. Probably about, you're looking anywhere up to six litres of water a day. And then you're ready then for your boxing session. You've been paying until about 4, 
five o'clock on and uh, do your boxing station then in the evening whether it's going to be bags pads barns shadow boxing whatever it's going to be like that there and uh, then you come back get your dinner heal back up and uh, end of the night then depends depending on where you are i usually get in touch with everyone back at home now when i'm over here before they have the bed and uh better netflix and chill um, it's, it's a very structured routine. It's a very uh, basic, normal routine. It can be boring at times, and uh, but that's what that's what camps all about. That's what the sacrifices are all about. Yeah. You know, because especially coming this close now to my fight, you're very structured in what you're eating. You need to be in the apartment at certain times to get your food, to get your meals into you. You get very hungry very quick, and uh, you can be able to grab it sometimes. <laughs> so you just try to keep everything structured, everything, uh, everything together, and you know this this close to a fight now. Everything needs to be on point. Lovely. That's brilliant. Great stuff. We wish you the best of luck. Obviously, we'll be uh, we'll be cheering you on. I'm sure you'll have a an Irish crowd out there, do you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. You know the the following that I have in LA is unbelievable. From all the Mexican fans to all the Irish fans over there, and then all the American fans as well, because nearly all Americans think or do have some relatives that are Irish or <laughs> down, down the line somewhere, you know, and they all love the Irish. So, you know, the following's amazing, and there's there's a lot of people flying out of this fight as well from Ireland. My girlfriend will be flying out, and a few other friends and family. And it's, you know, it's it's great to be able to live these great experiences. Like even just coming to a training camp here in Toronto, I've never been to Toronto before, and you know, people love the boxing. Sometimes you got to, that's a tough sport. It's this, that, whatever. But you know, you get to see some beautiful parts of the world. You get to meet some great people, meeting yourselves or chatting to yourselves today. You know, that's one that I haven't done yet. So. <laughs> you know, it's it's great, and uh, I'm I'm delighted to be living this uh, this life and getting all these experiences. And I'll be off to LA next weekend, ready to defend my title. Good man yourself. Well, um, you. you you come across you're, you're carrying yourself very well. You come across very well on the on the radio. And um, listen, we uh, as um, as Irish people here uh, wish you the very best of luck. We'll be in your corner, as they say, and um, hoping that you can take down Freddie. And uh, we would love to see you uh, rise to the top of your sport. And um, you know that there'd be an entire nation uh, right behind you, Jason. That's that's what Irish is, right? So the best of luck to, to you, Jason. And thanks a lot for doing this. Appreciate it. And a shout out to PJT over here in Canada for getting in touch with you, lads. Uh, thanks very much for having me. And God knows when, but I might be talking to you soon again. We'd I was love. just gonna. I was just gonna say, Jason, when you win this fight, you have to <laughs> exactly. come back on and talk to us. All right? Not, not a problem. Not a problem, lad. Fair okay, play to you. Take care, We've Jason. got a great song here. Uh, Jack Doyle was uh, the gorgeous Gale. Yeah. Uh, she, you're not so bad yourself. But we're going to play this song <laughs> called "The Contender." All right, pal. Just for you. Brilliant, brilliant. Thanks very much, lads. All the best. All the Thanks, best, Jason. Look, cheers. Heart that was away 
And I'd sing into the dawn, saw it blazing to the morning, long before I was the man you see today. I was born beneath the stars that promised all. I could live my life without Cassandra's call. But the wheel of fortune took me From the highest point she shook me By the buckle, by the buckle I should fall And there in the mirror on the wall And I see the dream is From the contender to the brawl The ring, the rose, the matador Raining When I die, I'll die drunk down on the street He will count me out to ten clear defeat Wrap the starry plow around me Let the piper's air resound me There I rest until the Lord of love I meet And there in the Contender to the brawl The ring, the rose, the matador Raining, oh There in the mirror on the wall And I see the dream is fading From the contender to Beautiful. The sound there of Sligo man Tommy Fleming singing the contender. Yep. Con. And Tell that, us all about that. That was contender. written by uh, a guy by the name of Jimmy McCarthy, who also wrote uh, As I Leave Behind Nadine and also The Bright Blue Rose. Uh, Jimmy was born in McCroom. He was one of 12 children. At the age of 15, he became a stable boy uh, for Vincent O'Brien's stud. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, then moved on and basically went around singing in pubs in London, etc., until he decided that songwriting was for him. And he has Christy Moore, Mary Black, Maura O'Connell, Finbar Wright, The Corps, Westlife. Everybody loves him. So, Papers, uh, yeah. And they're using his songs. So he's, he's really, really good. 
Um, but the story of, of just a quick on, on the story of the contender, the song is a very sad song. It's about Jack Doyle, who uh, was uh, from Cove, County Cork. He uh, was six foot three, good looking guy, a great singer. Uh, joined the army in England. Uh, at the age of 19, he won 28 bouts in a row at boxing. Um, but as he said himself, alcohol, slow horses, and fast women uh, did him in. <laughs> so eventually he died a pauper uh, yeah. after meeting a couple of gorgeous women, one of them being Movita Castaneda. Uh, she left him to marry Marlon Brando. So uh, <laughs> he was moving in high he company. Was. Yeah. But uh, the thing is that when he died, they were going to put him in a pauper's grave, but the Cork community put some money up and brought him over and had a, he had a huge funeral in, in, in Cork, and he's buried in Cove right now. So it's kind of a sad song, but it's a, a fascinating guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, people should look up that story there. He yep. almost got away with marrying into the Dodge family, yes, uh, that of right. the car fame. So. Yeah. But they sent a, a hitman after yeah. him to get him out of, out of Dodge. Get him out of Dodge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. All right. Well, we have um, a song here that we were starting to play a little yes. bit earlier called The Green Island. And, of course, we had a bit of trouble with the boards here. But we're back in, in good fettle now. So give yeah. us a wee bit of background yeah. on the, this one, Con. The, the writer there is Jimmy Crowley. And uh, he's another very, very Cork guy with a very, very Cork accent. And uh, he's been collecting traditional songs from Cork uh, all his life. Uh, started doing it at the age of 16. Uh, but this this. Green Island song is uh, what I call there's a lot of bitterness in it and he he said I have a quote from him here he said I wrote this song in New York in the early 80s as tens of thousands of well-educated young Irish people headed for America in search of work the antipathy of the Irish government squeezed the song out of me and when you hear the words you'll see how upset he was about the, the migration at that time. Absolutely. And I think it'll ring through with some of the people that have come over now in the recent wave. No doubt about it. All right, here we go with the Green Island. Nobody knows the answers And the dark clouds keep rolling each day Casting a shadow upon us From Antrim to Sweet Bantry Bay in their droves, all the people are leaving. Shirt is worse than the Black 44 when they sailed away over the ocean with their dreams and their humble sea stores. What a legacy! Such a tragedy, thousands are sailing goodbye. The land of the eagle is calling as we bid the green island goodbye. And it's only six hours to Boston. And if you serve your time on the plane In no time at all you're a chippy As good as the rest at the game In Sally O'Brien's we'll be dancing But we'll go back someday 
maybe when the blue moon is hangs over Dublin and the river runs up Spencer Hill. What's a legacy? Such a tragedy, thousands are sailing goodbye. The land of the eagle is calling as we bid the green island goodbye. And is this a good time to remember The brave men and women who died Whose vision is misrepresented By traitors who turn with the tide They dish out their perks and their pensions while the big fella turns in his grave To see the bright diamonds and jewels Cast on the cold crest of a wave What's a legacy? Such a tragedy Thousands are saying goodbye One last Long and low cast behind them as we bid the Green Island goodbye. As we bid the Green Island goodbye. Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavorful lager from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. All right, here we go with the Guinness community calendar, folks. And Maureen is back with the dancing. You can check her out in Mississauga on Mondays, Hamilton on Tuesdays, and in Toronto on Wednesdays at the Emerald Seniors Society. All right, Con, give us the details on the Cork okay, Association. The, an- the annual dinner dance will be held at St. Bonaventure's Parish Hall, 1300 Leslie Street. That's at Leslie and Lawrence uh, next Saturday, October 13th. We got hors d'oeuvres at 6.30, and we got dinner at 7 o'clock. Tickets are $65 a person. Hugo will provide the entertainment as usual. There will be great food, prizes, music, and fun. The man to call is John Cawley, 647-285-0866. He's waiting patiently at home right now for a call. Uh, so look forward to seeing everybody on Saturday the 13th. Brilliant. Get in there, folks, and get your seats. All right, on the... Uh October the 17th, we have the annual 
President's Dinner. It's the fifth one. And you can get down there with the ICCTO. It's at half five. It'll go till 10 o'clock. Keynote speaker is Donna Duher. She's executive chef, restaurant owner, food network presenter, author, and recent president and CEO of Restaurants Canada. So uh, get down and uh, get your tickets at the, uh, the Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce. On the 20th, there is an open door Cayley. Everybody is welcome. It's at the Royal Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto. Tickets are $15. And you can get in touch with Gerling, 416-573-1205. Or give Mary a shout at 905-330-7972. And don't forget, Tip is back and a great play coming up. Dancing at Lunasa, a Brian Friel play. And, of course, they're down at the usual, the Alumni Theatre, 70 Berkeley Street. And it is all running from the 19th of October. And uh, you can go down there. They also have, uh, it goes right through till November the 3rd, I believe. And they have a big opening night. It's uh, $50. There's a reception. And uh, you can also obviously see the performance and meet some of the, the actors there. Um, all other performances are $27 for the regular tickets and $25 for seniors and students. You can check them out as well on their website, Toronto Irish Players. October the 27th, there's a Cayley dance hosted by the London Irish Folk Club on German Canadian Hall. And that is in London from 8 till 12. Music by Tradicted and the dances will be instructed by our own Maureen Mulby. And the annual quiz is coming up as well. The Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce annual quiz at the Quinn's Steakhouse and Irish Bar on November the 8th from 7 to 10. Michael Monaghan will be back as your MC. You can register your group at ICCCTO.com. $100 per team of four. And another thing in from the Chamber of Commerce, folks, is that the Wolfpack, the rugby club here in Toronto, there is a special from the Chamber where you can get up to four free tickets for their game on October the 7th. That's tomorrow at 2 p.m. against the London Broncos at Lamport Street, uh, Stadium. And you just have to send an email in to tickteen at torontowolfpack.com. And as I say, uh, if you're a member of the Chamber of Commerce, you can get up to four free tickets. There you go, folks. That's the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. You can check them all out on our website, saturdayirishradio.com. And we probably have enough time here to say goodbye, wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Thank Con for coming in. Thanks a million. Thank well you done, very Con. much. Thanks uh, a lot. Thanks Super job picking out the music. Thank you. All Cork stuff. Yeah. I, uh, I have a bunch of Cork stuff. So now for the next few weeks, Con, I'm going to have loads of Cork music so on no the show. Joe. No Joe. No Joe. <laughs> is right. No Joe. Huh? <laughs> Stop the lights. Anyway, deep, deep down, I know you stuff. like him. Ara, now, yeah. <laughs> deep down. You never know. One of these days I might give in. My wife thinks he's number one. Yes, yeah. there you go. There you go. You She's have to keep alone. them all happy. <laughs> all right, we're going to go out with this one. and Yeah, it's a uh, uh, Cork man with the Cork family living here, Brendan O'Brien and Little Arrows. And congratulations to Brendan's son, Connor, on his recent wedding. Beautiful. All the best. Slam, folks. Slam, folks. There's a boy, a little boy, shooting arrows in the blue And he's aiming them at someone, but the question is at who? Is it me, or is it you? It's hard to tell until you're hit But you'll know it when they hit you, cause they hurt a little bit Here they come, pouring out of the blue Little arrows for me and for you You're falling in love again you're falling in love again Little arrows in your clothing Little arrows in your hair When you're in love
find those little arrows everywhere. Little arrows that will hit you once and hit you once again. Little arrows that hit everybody every now and then. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430 CHKT. Fairchild.